welcome to J14 Insider. I'm your host, Tony Fregno, Editor-in-Chief of J14 Magazine, and this week I'm joined by my co-host, J14.com writer, Shelby Stavala. Hi! So today we have a special episode because as we near the end of 2020, Shelby and I thought we should discuss the top 14 most memorable moments of 2020. And these are going to be in no particular order. They're just the moments that kind of had the biggest impact on us and the teen celeb world this year. So I think it's only right to kick it off with Taylor Swift surprising us twice. Yeah, this year she definitely came out of the gate swinging with two surprise albums. I don't think anybody thought that she was going to give us one, nonetheless two. Yeah, I think... Taylor's like great at surprises in general, but like a whole album and then a second whole album. Yeah, less than six months later, like tw- twenty weeks. It's it was exactly twenty weeks as her um, her fans on Twitter. So it was pretty crazy. Right, like I think fans would have been happy with a song, like a one off single. Oh yeah, and instead they got two like like thirty new songs completely because it's two full albums. Um, and, you know, kind of a whole new sound from her compared to Lover. Right. I think it's like when we talk about the impact that, you know, Taylor is an artist that when she releases music, a few months later, you hear other artists kind of making songs that sound similar to her or like trying to work with the producers that she worked with. And for her to go this route, I think it's going to be interesting to hear the impact that she has on other artists. Well, not only that, and I think, like, where does she go from here, you know? Like, obviously, she releases music, kind of what's going on in her life and what's kind of going on in the world, specifically now, you know, these are two of her quarantine albums, so they're a little bit more calm, like, a little bit more, like, storytelling, like, her, like, fictionalized account of things. So it's, like, where are we going to go from here, you know? Like, she's in a happy relationship. There's not really a need for breakup songs for her on her part. Like, where are we going to go, you know? I think it's kind of a blank slate for Taylor because I think for, you know, for reputation and, you know, her past few albums, it's kind of like she's been building up to something and feeling like she has to sort of like make a big statement or, you know, kind of prove other people wrong. And this one is sort of like a blank slate. Now she could do whatever. Like there's really, there's no expectation now. Yeah, but I love it. And, you know, I'm here for it. And if she wants to drop a third one, which fans are theorizing, if, if, you know, a new one, third one wants to come in 2021, I'm here for it. For sure. So number two is BTS break records. This year, I think when we look back in for BTS's like record breaking moments, this is for sure the year of Dynamite. They released the track in August, and it's their first English song, their first number one song, their first Grammy-nominated song. The music video broke YouTube's records for the most views in 24 hours. And I think we're always going to, like, this is, like, the song that when people think of BTS, they'll think of Dynamite, even if they're not a fan of BTS. Yeah, I agree. And I definitely think, like, You know, we've definitely said this before that 2020 was the year of BTS and like no matter how you look at it, like those boys broke barriers in music and made this year theirs. Like no matter what was going on, everything was about BTS in the best way. So, I mean, I'm here to, I'm so here to see like where they go next as well, because 
they're just going to keep like putting out music. And another one who's put out two albums this year, like they're just killing it as well. So it, it's going to be cool to see like how their trajectory continues in the upwards because there's no way that they're going away anytime soon. For sure. And it, you know, it's kind of like before Dynamite, there, it's like there's a before Dynamite and after Dynamite for BTS and before Dynamite fans, like you have to be a real fan to know what they were all about and to know, you know, they always have like such deep messages in their songs and they're always, you know, they have something so inspiring in, in their lyrics that they're not just your typical pop songs. And now, like since Dynamite broke, more people are paying attention to them and thinking of them, you know, as more than just like, oh, that K-pop group. They're on the level of so many other artists, especially now that they're Grammy nominated, that I think we're going to see like BTS's message kind of impact in such a bigger way. Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, BTS is definitely like obviously they've taken over the music world and people have known about them before, but like they're going so much more mainstream this year. Like you can't turn on the TV and see a commercial without Dynamite being in the background. So right. things where they've totally broken that mold and broken out of, okay, they're just music and they're going into this completely different world. And like you said, like, they're just going to continue getting bigger and bigger. For sure. I always like measure whether a pop star is like just someone I know or like someone that's huge based on like, if my dad knows them and I'm like, my dad hears that BTS song now, <laughs> like when he's watching TV and I'm like, oh yeah, they, like these guys are no joke. Like we obviously knew that for a long time, but now it's like, you know, I can't wait to see what what music they make in response to like the notoriety they've gotten off of this one song. Yes, agree, a hundred percent. And we'll see also who they collab with because they've already done such cool collaborations with like famous artists that now I'm sure they can work with anyone they want to. Well, there hasn't been Ariana Grande one that's been teased for months and months. I mean, I obviously don't know if they have a song in the works, but people have also been theorizing that there's one coming and I kind of just want them to release it if there is. I haven't heard this. That would be so good. Oh, because yeah. So they met at the Grammys last year, 2019. Um, there was like a behind the scenes photo of them and people were saying that Ariana and them did a collab and um, fans put one of her songs next to one of BTS's songs that they teased and said it sounds very similar. So there were all these theories about them having a song together, but nothing came out. So I don't know if there's one in the works or if it's just completely what fans want, but that's something I would like personally. I would be down to hear Ariana and BTS collab on a song. Yeah, same here. I feel like they both kind of um, kind of fit like modern R&B vibes into their pop music. I think they would be a great match. Yeah, for sure. So number three is Billie Eilish sweeps the Grammys. This feels like it was 10 years ago, but it was back in February and it felt like Billie could not have a better year than 2019. And then the Grammys happened and she took home five awards that night, including the four biggest honors, record of the year, song of the year, album of the year, and best new artist. And she was like the youngest person to ever do that and the first female to ever do it like i think it was unexpected for it to happen because you know the grammys they sometimes go like a little older and like you know she was such a young new artist that for her to take those big four spots was pretty huge i just think that it's amazing that she did this like i, I still even though like you said you're right this does feel like that she did this 10 years ago compared to what everyone's been for this year but it's just crazy that 
at 18 years old, she did this and, and literally broke records. And, you know, even her going up there and being so, I don't know the word to explain it. Like, so timid, I guess is a good word to say about accepting them because it's like, she is so young and she has so much more to, to do. And, and she describes and interviews herself as like a fangirl. Like she's a fangirl of all these artists at the Grammys and like for her to be up there and winning them, I can just completely understand where she's coming from. I mean, I'm not famous and I don't win Grammys, but I just like, I feel like if I was in her position, I would go up there and be the same way. Like, I can't believe I'm winning in front of all of my peers and all these people I've looked up to my whole life. Yeah, she was so humble. I feel like she said like Ariana should have won and like, you know, everyone else in the category, she felt like they should have won. Lizzo, I think she was up against. Yeah. Um. And that's just like one of the cool things about Billy is that she's like that. She's, you know, she's she's real, but she's also just like, like you said, a fan and someone who is not, um, you know, she could be very pretentious if she wanted to be like, obviously she is like changing the sound of music and she she isn't like that. I just don't think she's doing this to win awards. Like, I think she's just making music because she genuinely loves making music. And I love that because that means everything's just so genuine. For sure. And clearly um, the Grammys agree. And she's she's nominated for um, her one song that she put out this year, this time around. I would not be surprised if she won again. Right. A hundred percent. So definitely not like, the last Grammy suite from Billy. I mean, we'll see what happens when she releases that second album for sure. Yeah. So our next one is Selena Gomez's breakout year. This I feel like Selena... It's like almost like her successes flew under the radar this year, but she had such a huge year. She started off by releasing her album Rare, and it was just like such um, a different vibe for Selena, I think, because it felt like the first album that she's released that felt like she owned it, you know? I think this also feels like it happened 10 years ago. Like, I forgot that she released Rare in January. It was January, right? Or February? Yeah. Yeah, it was earlier this year. I completely forgot that Rare came out, but... I agree with you. I think, you know, it was her first album in five years, like putting five years of experiences in one thing. I think she just kind of decided to lay it all out there on the table. And it was great. I mean, I love Rare and I find myself listening to it all the time. So I really enjoyed like what she did with it. Yeah, I think it's one of those albums that deserves to be on like the best albums of 2020 lists because it really like it's just full of great pop songs. And I think that, you know, obviously she works with Julia Michaels and Justin Tranter a lot. And they like, the three of them just have something that even when Julia and Justin work with other people, it's just not the same as when it's the three of them. And I think that Selena is so um, like surprisingly honest in her music a lot of times. And obviously we saw that with Lose You To Love Me. It's her first song that went number one. I love that song. Like love that song to this day. I just like how bold was it to to like debut her new music to the world first album in five years with a ballad and for it to go number one like it it goes to show that like a great song is a great song no matter what yeah no matter what no matter who's singing it what it's about 100 percent. i think yeah she really i think kicked off a year for herself that no one knew she was gonna have because like you said she did have a lot of other successes other than just in music in completely random categories like she became a chef kind of (laughs) yes like you would never think like of all the celebrities out there like who are they gonna give a cooking show to next selena gomez but 
Selena just like has a charisma that I don't like you can't fake it. And there's something just so genuine about her that, you know, we don't see Selena in like reality TV realms ever. She's not, you know, she doesn't guess judge on things like that. She's not really that type of celebrity. So to see her in this, it it made sense because she she really her personality was able to kind of shine through. It's interesting to watch her cooking show. I don't know if you've watched it, but it's very entertaining and not for like not for the cooking aspect. Like it's just very interesting to get an inside look into her life, which we've definitely not ever had before. Like right. her grandparents sitting there, her like best friend who like lives with her in the house coming in and out of the shot. Like it's just very interesting to get this, you know, kind of peel back look at her life that everyone thinks is so glamorous or it's like in reality, she really is just kind of normal, even though she is one of the biggest celebrities like ever. Yeah. For so long, it's, you know, Selena's personal life and all of that stuff, the paparazzi side of, of her life kind of took the, um, you know, the front seat. And it was so like, that's all you saw of her. And that's all people wrote about of her. And, and so we just kind of saw this like warped image of her. And now to just see that side of her, I think it's so cool. Yeah, I love it. And it feels like something special because you're like, oh, here's this person who we're seeing the human side, like we're getting to see you as a human. It's rare. Uh-huh. Get it? And speaking of rare, she released Rare Cosmetics, which at first I think everyone was like, oh, another celebrity with a makeup line. For sure. But it was right away, like, you know, celebs always send their products to like the YouTubers, the beauty gurus of the world, and everyone loved her products. I own a few Rare Beauty products. Um, they're really good. Like, I was very pleasantly surprised. I am a very light-haired, blonde person, and I don't have eyebrows. Like, it's just, like, a thing that I don't have them. <laughs> um, so I bought one of the Rare Beauty eyebrow pencils, and it, my eyebrows have literally never looked better. I'm not wearing it right now. I don't have any eyebrows on right now. But that is really, I was very pleasantly surprised because, you know, you hear and everyone listens to all the YouTube beauty gurus telling you which eyebrow pencil you have to have or whatever. And to be honest with you, this rare beauty one is great. And everything is like pretty well priced for a considered high end makeup brand. I agree. I think, you know, it's, it feels as though Selena put real thought. She didn't just put her name on a product that was completed. And they were like, Hey, do you want to, you know, be the face of this? It feels like she really, um, you know, like thought out each product and tested things out and came up with a line that she could actually be really proud of. Yeah, I think so. And I think I can't wait to keep seeing it expand and seeing what else she comes out with in this makeup world. Yeah. I like that. She's like slowly releasing new things and like, I don't know, just kind of giving us time to take everything. It's like one new palette, nothing too crazy. I like that. And I, I think um, it's something that earlier this year, we never would have thought like, oh, Selena also makeup maven. But now it's like as if it was always there. Right. So next up is Hamilton in our homes. I don't know about you, but Hamilton coming to Disney Plus in July was one of the best things to happen to me this year. Okay, I don't. I don't have that feeling towards Hamilton that everyone else does. I I completely enjoyed it and I loved watching it, but I, it doesn't, it never struck me like it struck everyone else. And I don't know why. So that's how I felt before it came to Disney Plus. I was like, this show must be overhyped. 
there's no way like I never listened to the music I never I was not super into it and then when it came out it was like by far the my most viewed thing on Disney plus and it's like Disney plus has put out like some details about it and it it's like their biggest thing that people are watching I'm sure like plenty of people subscribe to Disney plus just to be able to watch it and you know the fact that we can't see Broadway shows and that people can't you know even if you don't live in New York you can't see anything live you can't see concerts I think it was such a treat for people to get to experience something that felt like a live show I definitely agree I think I mean it was so cool and Hamilton's great like the music everything is just brilliant but for me I just I've only watched it once and and you know I know everyone everyone, pretty much everyone else other than me has watched it millions and millions of times, but it is seriously a brilliant piece of art. And I wouldn't, I will not let take, anyone will take that away. Like that is the truth. That's the truth. And I'll say that it's the truth. All right. The next one is Ariana Grande's huge year. So of course she released her album Positions in October. Yeah. Which also and- kind of came out of nowhere. Like I feel like all of these celebs this year have just kind of been dropping music and albums out of nowhere. Yeah. It's, and it feels like it's coming from the artist who you would never expect to just surprise drop something like the whole process of like performing on late night talk shows and like doing the whole promo leading up to it. I mean, when you think about like everything Ariana did leading up to just the thank you next music video and like all those little like treats we got until it actually came out for her to then, you know, release this album with really no warning. And Ariana like loves to be nonchalant about things like, Hey guys, new album coming on Friday. Yeah. It, you know. <laughs> but it didn't disappoint. Like I I I feel like we got a bunch of new classics from Ari on this album. Yeah, I definitely enjoy um positions. It, it she's ta- so talented. I mean, you really can't say anything negative about her at all. So it was really cool to just be able to get this. And then also I know she does have her documentary coming out um before the end of the year, actually next week. Yeah, for sure. Another thing that, you know, fans were kind of always like, are we going to get this? Are you giving us a documentary? Are we getting this, you know, especially for a sweetener? And here it is. Here it is. I I also think that Ariana is one of the artists who is like putting out some of the best music videos. Like always. She really, I mean, I know she works with Dave Myers a lot, who is like such an icon in the music video world in general. Um, But the videos that they come up with and have consistently come up with, I'm just like, what? Like, Ariana has a music video budget. Like, well, yeah, and, you know, she also kind of helped kick off the career of Hannah Lutz Davis, who I'm obsessed with her. Um, she's become a great music video director. I mean, she did Thank You, Next, and then she did a bunch of Ariana other ones, and then she went and did a five-sauce music yes. video. She did No Shame. So she's really also, like, thanks to Ariana, really helped get her career off the ground, which is awesome. For sure, for sure. And I like the positions music video is so it's so great. Like just things you didn't know you needed until you saw them. It's like yeah. Ariana Grande as the president of the United States. Yeah. Things we Wonderful. definitely didn't know we needed. Is that it was that visual, yes. And I actually think I feel like Ariana's kind of hinting at this, but hasn't said it in general. I think this might be the last album we get for her from her for a little while. And I think that she's going to um, lean more into acting. I wouldn't be mad about that. I'm kind of here for it. I, I mean, obviously, 
everyone knows that's kind of where she got her start. Like she really did start off on, she actually did start off on Broadway. So, you know, she went Broadway into like acting, into music and, you know, kind of to see her transition back into acting would be kind of cool. Yeah, she like her messaging that she put out when she um, shared the trailer for her documentary, she said something about kind of like needing some time off from music and like starting a new journey. And she's going to be in um, that movie with it's like Chris Evans is in it. um, Jennifer Lawrence is in it. It's like a bunch of huge stars and also Ariana Grande. So like, like good job to her. for She's kicking off this whole acting thing with like, all A-list, I think Timothy Chalamet is in it too. Like it's all these big actors that she's um, gonna be alongside. And she was great in Scream Queens. And she was also, she's always so good when she um, is either like a, a guest star, or, like does little cameos on SNL. Yes. That she's so naturally funny. And I don't think we get to see that that too often. So I, I hope that on next year's list, we'll have Ariana Grande, the actress. I think we will. I think definitely she has big things coming, even if it's not in music. Next on our list is the 1D Boys Thrive. All of the guys in One Direction had pretty big years. Yeah. So it started, well, I guess it really started off at the end of 2019. Harry released his album and then it, that kicked off as the first number one album of the year. Can you believe it's been one year since Fine Line has been released? I feel it like we keep saying this year has felt like 10 years. For Fine Line, I feel like it was released so like such a short time ago. I can't believe it's been a full year. Yeah, I agree. Like all of the posts that people have made about like, you know, when he did um, live at the forum and all of that stuff. I'm like, wow, that was a year ago. But like all of the stuff that they've managed to fit into the year, like being Harry being on the cover of Vogue and Watermelon Sugar becoming his first number one single. Like so many things happened within this one year. Yeah, the Golden music video, the Watermelon Sugar music video, like all the music videos as well. It's also been very interesting to see, you know, his era continue through a full year. And of course, not just Harry. Also, Louis released his debut album, Walls, in January, which that actually feels like it was a long time ago. Like, I can't believe that came out this year. I agree. And he's already teasing a second album, which um, doesn't have really much of a release date. He says on Twitter that he's taking his time, but I'm hoping that we will get something early um, next year for that. Yeah, that maybe it would be, be a surprise release since that's the trendy thing to do. <laughs> I hope so. That would be awesome. And then Niall also released his second album, Heartbreak Weather, that was in March. Wow, that, wow, that doesn't even feel like that was this year. Yeah, that was like right as like lockdown quarantine was happening and i know niall has said so many times that it is like he had the worst timing with releasing this album but i really love heartbreak weather i do love heartbreak weather i feel like out of the one direction solo stuff this year especially i feel like niall's really i don't want to say comes out on top because obviously we know i love harry but it really holds like like, I feel like it holds a lot of weight where you wouldn't expect it to. Like, I feel like he really came out strong with his solo stuff. And you're just like, good for you. Like, coming into your space, getting your foot in the door in the music industry, like, really releasing what you wanted to release. Yeah, and I think similar to BTS, I feel like Niall has had a year where he has become not just a former One Direction guy. Like, he is really, like, a solo artist that has become more mainstream, that he's talked about you know just like any other male singer not just like oh that kid that was once in a boy band 
Yeah, I agree. I think Niall's really killing it. Yeah. He um he also like all of his singles were great. And I think that he did kind of, you know, because of when it was released, they didn't get as much shine as they deserved. No. But all of them were great. And then Liam, he released a few singles. He released that song Midnight, and then he just released um Naughty List. Yes. Yeah, so I feel like Liam became a low-key influencer this year. Which, 100%. Which was not on the 2020 bingo card at all. He launched um, a YouTube career. Yeah. He stepped up his game on um, Instagram for sure. He also, like, to pair up with Dixie, like, never would have saw that. But clearly, like, getting in on the TikTok game. And then he did all of those, like, Le- like the Liam Payne show things where he was live streaming and he worked a lot with tom felton and like you know was just despite not having a new album out or anything he was like staying busy and you know giving fans new things to talk about yeah which is cool i mean i think it's obviously we would love music from liam and every time he does drop a single we like everyone loves it but it's interesting to see him try different things and it's cool to like keep up with him you know he's very He's very much like a people person, I feel like. So he's really interacting with everybody. And, and he really does kind of have that influencer personality. Like I could I could see him having this and growing this. So like, I don't know, maybe this is an embarrassing thing to say out loud, but like when 1D first ended, I was like, Liam Payne is going to be the Justin Timberlake of this group. Okay. <laughs> Clearly I was wrong so far. Well, not, I wouldn't say you were wrong, just maybe not in music, but he's definitely, I mean, Justin Timberlake has his foot in every door, you know what I mean? You never know. We could be getting a, like, acting gig, something from Liam in the future. He's modeling. Right, and he, I know he said that he, he, like, auditioned for um, West Side Story for the part that Ansel Elgort got, and he says he got far in the auditions, but we'll never really know. I think that Liam needs to like get it together with music and decide like his lane and figure figure out what he wants his sound to be like genuinely what he wants it to be and then whenever that time happens we'll get great music from him yeah i think i think he's just figuring it out and you know what i'm not mad at him for that i'm gonna let him figure it out figure it out liam we're here for you yeah in the meantime keep giving us instagram keep giving us tiktok (laughs) <laughs> we're we're happy to accept it yes so in sad news one of the kind of breakout moments of this year were all of the breakups of some of our favorite relationships so most recently Dove Cameron and Thomas Doherty Vanessa and Austin Asher and Jules Lily and Cole Miley and Cody Madeline and Travis which yeah. one was your most devastating honestly I'm gonna say that I was really upset with Dove and Thomas that one I loved them. I loved Dub Cameron. Like, I can't even explain to you. I just, I want her to be my best friend. Um, And I felt, I was so sad because in the beginning of lockdown, you know, the two of them had just moved into an apartment and were like, and all in interviews, she was like, oh, Dub, I mean, um, Thomas is cooking breakfast and lunch and I'm doing dinner. Like, they were just so cute and everything. And and they were making TikToks and I'm, I'm very sad for them. But I have hope that they might get back together. Um, I, I don't know, obviously, why they split and Dove didn't really give much insight other than that they do both really want some privacy while they deal with this. Um, she announced it in December, but they actually broke up in October, which, you know, Thomas did move to New York 
to film Gossip Girl. While I'm pretty sure Dub is still in LA, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But you know, we can only speculate so much. But I, I, they said they were going to stay friends, so I have hope that they're going to either stay super close or they might even get back. I mean, I love them, so I can see them getting back together. And I also feel like they have matching tattoos, and you know, it would be great if they got back together. But the way you feel about Dove is the way I feel about Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. Like, I just feel like deep down, we are friends. I love her. I love her fashion, everything. And I was devastated when her and Austin broke up because they've been together for a long, like, it must be close to a decade that they've been together. I think it was like almost 10 years. And this is another one that feels like it happened not in 2020. But to see, I liked that, you know, she was obviously kind of the star and he was much more low key. He was, he was not one of those guys that was like constantly posting pictures of her or like, you know, making a big deal of their relationship. They seemed like a very normal couple. Yeah, they were cool. I'm, I'm kind of sad about them too. That was, yeah, that was really in the beginning of the year. And, you know, I feel like not to make a joke out of breakup but we should have known right then that 2020 was gonna go downhill <laughs> it truly was all downhill from it was then. like a big foreshadowing for the rest of the year we should have known right at that point like as soon as they announced that split in january everyone should have been like okay guys call it call it a scratch like call it a waste like we gotta go but i have to say that like since the breakup vanessa is just like living her best life her post breakup vanessa on instagram is gives me such envy i'm like even at home she looks like she is having the time of her life just hanging out with her dog working out with her friends like just the most mundane thing she looks like happier than ever so as sad as i am to see them break up I'm like you know what you do you do vanessa I yeah and miley and, Co miley and cody was another one that i was like oh they're cute I think Miley's another one who's really just found herself and I think she's really just trying to do her at this point. So I wasn't that upset about that one. I was more just like, okay, Miley, like you find your niche and do what you want to do and like we'll all be here supporting you. And Lily and Cole, they were so like back and forth on and off for so long that since this breakup, I think it's the longest that they've actually been like, I think they're done for real now. Yeah, which kind of is sad because we still are going to have to watch Bughead unfold on screen. So it is going to give us like a little bit of nostalgia for their relationship when, when Riverdale comes back. But um, yeah, I agree. I think they're, they may be done for good, which you know what? We loved them and they had a good run. So next up is Shawn Mendes left us in wonder this year. Again, another pretty surprise, not as surprise drop as the others, but we definitely were not expecting an album so soon from Shawn. No, I wasn't. I, I'll be honest. I wasn't expecting him to have done this entire thing in quarantine. I felt like Sean was one of those people who kind of like wasn't going to do anything. And I was very pleasantly surprised when he said, hey, guys, here it is. Like, it's here. Yeah, he was quiet for so much of the year and barely on social media. So to know that he was actually working on an album and just kind of having that quiet time to himself, I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm super um, happy that he put this out and, and really... You know, another person who kind of learned, I think this was a big year for celebs to kind of just start being true to like themselves and doing what they wanted, because I feel like this is something else. The way that Sean's been talking about this album, he's been just like really saying that this is everything he's really wanted to do. So if this is what he wants to do, then go, go forward and put more of it out because it's great. 
Yeah, we saw he also released his documentary this year. Um, and we saw the the torment almost that he's been going through and been putting himself through and just dealing with. And this album, I think, was the light at the end of the tunnel for him almost like it really is like a new Sean. Yeah, I mean, I love getting an insight into his life in the documentary and then obviously seeing his live show come to life on, you know, on Netflix so we can experience his concert over and over before, you know, we're able to see him live again. I just think it's great. And you know what, for Sean to be putting out all this stuff and really just, he seems so excited the way he talks about it. It kind of, it makes us excited for him. So I'm just excited for him to continue everything he's doing. Yeah, I hope he, um, kind of drags wonder out like really lets it have a life and you know release as many singles as he can i love it when artists do that with their albums like they don't just jump to the next thing yeah but he does that with wonder because it feels like such um i don't know like a big moment for him i agree so next on our list is all of the new shows that we got this year there are so i don't even think we could remember all of them but just in time for quarantine we got like some shows that are like my new favorite shows Outer Banks is probably one of the biggest ones for me. I think Outer Banks is like probably, I would say it's my favorite show in 2020. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page because (laughs) I, so like my favorite show of all time is One Tree Hill. Okay. And when Outer Banks came out, I was like, John B is like the new Lucas Scott. Like he feels like the next just like big lead in a teen show. Like he was such a perfect character. I, Outer Banks really came out of nowhere, literally came out of nowhere because I didn't even see barely any promo for this show. And all of a sudden, maybe, and that that may just have to be because of quarantine and like where we were in the world when it came out in the beginning of April. But, you know, I I really didn't see much about it. And then all of a sudden it was literally blew up online. And I was like, all right, I'll give this show a shot. Three days later, I was like, I need to know where, what happens next. Like, and I'm never going to get it because it's going to be a while. Yes. And it's every single member of the cast. You like want to see them in more things. Like everything about the show was just, I actually wish that they had a normal year to premiere because it was like, we couldn't get enough of anyone. And there were only, there were only so many places to see them. Right. Uh, Which is like one is in their apartments and we don't have access as the public to their homes. So definitely couldn't see them in public if we had wanted to. But I mean, I'm so excited for the second season to come out. They're already filming, which is great. So hopefully, you know, fingers crossed for early next year or even around the same time, like even April, I wouldn't be mad about that. So I hope fingers crossed. Yeah, I would love for that cast to get like a real premiere red carpet all of it because there are not that many photos of them together as a cast like they did like one red carpet before any of this went down so yeah i hope next time around we get that there are also so many reality things so tiger king of course was like the it feels like it was forever ago but it was the biggest thing for a minute same with cheer which was even longer ago and Love is Blind, which I didn't watch. Did you watch Love is Blind? No, I didn't watch that. I, I did watch Cheer, which I loved. And um, I hope that they come back. That's all I have to say, really, is that I do want to see them compete again. That's it. Yeah, I wonder, like, they must have been in the middle of filming something. So I wonder, like, if they'll ever do anything or if, if it'll be just, like, a whole new crew of kids, what they could do. 
but Tyr had such a moment. Such a moment. And I feel like even, you know, they all those girls and, and even the guys, they all kind of became celebrities in their own right. And you know what? It's great for them. For sure. And other shows, Never Have I Ever, Love Victor, and one of my favorites, Julian Phantoms. Did you watch this? I, I, I know. I really need to watch Julian the Phantoms, okay? The cast is my friend on Instagram. In case you guys don't know, I run the J14 Instagram, and I DM with the cast all the time. We are always chatting up a storm, and I know. I need to watch Julian the Phantoms. I've watched clips upon clips upon clips. I just need to sit down and binge watch the whole thing in one day. That's what I need to do. You, you'll get through it literally in less than a day. Like, it's so fast, and you don't want to stop watching it. And the episodes are short, like, but it it was definitely, like, the surprise show of the year for me because I was not – it looks like it's a kid's show. I was not expecting to like it at all. Like, it looks like for a much younger audience. But there's something about it. Obviously, Kenny Ortega is the creator, and I should not have doubted him for a second. Everything Kenny does is perfection. And this show is – Nothing less. I, I'm going to watch it. I promise. I will. I promise. Before 2021, I will watch it. That's my end of year goal is that I will watch it before January 1st. I'm into that. So next up, this was your pitch, which is like, how could I even forget this for a minute? The ZG baby arrives. Zane and Gigi welcomed their baby girl into the world this September. Guys, I can't even explain to you how long I was waiting. Well, obviously I was waiting nine months for this baby, but I was waiting for her to announce that the baby has arrived for so every day I would look on my phone and I'm like, come on, GG's it. Someone's got to tell me that this baby is here because I just wanted it. And I wanted them to be parents so bad. Once I heard that she was pregnant. I remember being like, oh, Zane's not going to even acknowledge that like she's pregnant or that they've had the child. And then Zane was the one to actually announce that the baby was here. Out of nowhere. And probably the biggest surprise of 2020 was Zane making the big announcement that that Gigi had given birth. Yeah, truly. Tr- like, <laughs> he never says anything. And then it was like this paragraph of like the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. And I and ever since then, you know what? I don't even care that we don't have a name. I, I'm so here for the continued content that we're getting from Gigi, from Gigi's mom, from everyone on social media. Please just keep giving it to us. It's okay that we don't have the name. Take your time. We're, we're all waiting. We'll all be here. But please keep posting behind the scenes stuff because I'm living for it. We don't even need to see the baby's face. Just- no, I don't even want to. Like, keep it to yourself for a while. We know she's beautiful. We don't we want to see more of her nursery. <laughs> Show no. us some more pictures of Zane holding the baby, please. That picture of the first picture that we saw of her, her nail beds. She <laughs> has the greatest nail beds. This girl is going to have the greatest nails. She's going to be stunning. I cannot wait for this to, con- like, as she grows up, like, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Yes, yeah, it's, it's weird to think of her as, like, she's going to be like Kaya Gerber one day. Yes, yeah the child of a supermodel and i mean things are looking pretty great for baby um hadid malik yes so next up is zendaya's emmy win this was i mean not i don't want to say unexpected but zendaya herself did call it unexpected she was recently on a late night talk show and said she did not expect to win the emmy and i 
don't know if I expected her to win the Emmy either, just because I feel like, you know, Euphoria was kind of skewed towards a younger audience than people who I feel like watch the Emmys or people who like the shows that get into the Emmys. So I was, but I was more than happy about this because this is, I mean, like, you know Zendaya from Disney Channel. I know Zendaya from Disney Channel. Like seeing this was just amazing. Yeah, I think it was 100% unexpected, but also 100% deserved. Like, she was up against such big actresses like Jennifer Aniston that it's kind of like, mm, would Zendaya really take home an award, like an Emmy? Like, you know, we, we picture her more getting MTV awards and things like that. But for her to get, I mean, just to be nominated, like celebs always say, but just to be nominated is such a huge honor and such a huge moment for her. But to actually win, and you could just feel that energy of like her and her family in the room when she was giving her acceptance speech. Yeah, and them screaming on the top of their lungs. Like, I, that was so cool. And, you know, ever since she won, she's been on so many talk shows talking about the whole experience and how, you know, the person with the Emmy was standing there. And if they lost, they left because of, like, and they were in the full protective suit. <laughs> And I was like, and she was like, it was so weird. And I was like, for her to just like tell that story and then have one is just amazing. It really is. And Sandaya is one of those actresses who she's been in such big things like The Greatest Showman and Spider-Man, but she's never the main character. She's never like, you, you might not even remember her in some of the roles that she's been in, but I think now to get this honor, she's a leading lady and it's, she's undeniably a leading lady and i think that we're going to see her in bigger things as the main character i mean i couldn't think of a young hollywood star that deserved something like this and deserved to be marked as a leading lady more than zendaya she she truly just embodies like young hollywood and fashionista and actress and activist like she's just the whole package so i am so ecstatic for her and I just can't wait to see what she does next. Me either. Next on our list is Girl Power Collabs and this was kind of something that slowly happened without us realizing it and then all of a sudden it was like oh my goodness look at all these amazing songs that we had this year that were done by two female artists coming together. So obviously Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga Selena Gomez and Blackpink Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj Meg The Stallion and Beyonce and all of these songs really made such an impact. And there was at one point during the year where in one month, there were three different all-girl collabs um, hitting the top of the Billboard Hot 100. I think we need to shine more light on the fact that this happened. I agree because I, I you know, when women speak out in the music industry about everything, I feel like it really goes under the radar. And it's like, this is awesome to see them all coming together. Like, Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga, like, who would have even expected that song? Rain On Me is a bop. Yeah, it's by far one of the best songs of the year, I would say. Um, the Selena Gomez and Blackpink collab was something that I never knew I needed. I couldn't be more obsessed with that song, to be honest with you. I listen to it all the time. And the music video, like, even though they weren't together at the same time, I'm like, every look is perfection. Like, the choreography, obviously, like, it was such a great upbeat song and co-written by Ariana. So she was just all over it this year. Right. And then even, you know, Megan Thee Stallion and B or Megan Thee Stallion and then Beyonce like took over TikTok. Like Megan Thee Stallion took over TikTok with Savage and then add Beyonce 
over TikTok. So it's like, no matter which way you look at it, these women really did like encompass the music industry and take over. Yeah. And with Say So, like Doja Cat, Cat is Grammy nominated. Like she, I truly, each one of these women had such a breakout year that they didn't need to collaborate with anyone. But to see so many like mega stars come together for one track is like truly unforgettable. Yeah. And the last thing on our list, which one of the biggest things is the rise of TikTok, of course. And Shelby is our resident TikTok guru. So obviously, you know, TikTok really kind of got its footing into Hollywood in November 2019. So kind of similar to what we were saying before at the beginning or the end of last year beginning, but it was definitely not until March this year, I would say that it seriously blew up. Like, yes, the hype house existed. Everybody knew Charlie. Everybody knew Dixie. Everybody knew Addison. Add in the entrance of the Sway House. Add in the entrance of every single celebrity that we've literally ever known making a TikTok account and taking part in these trends. And this app that who would have even known became this humongous thing that I personally spent hours scrolling on. I know a lot of people just spent hours scrolling on and it seriously took over the world. I remember earlier this year, there were a few artists, Dulipa was one of them that like posted things on TikTok and were like, here, hope my label's happy that I finally use this app, like kind of passively just making something to appease their record labels. And then very shortly after that, everyone wanted to use TikTok and it went from kind of being the chore of a new app to being like in the, you know, your main apps that you're using all of the time. And it kind of went from, as usual, something that just like, you know, the teenagers in your life know all about to like your aunt sending you funny TikToks. Right. And, you know, like we said, like you said, the celebrity thing, like Miley Cyrus used it. Now all she does is comment on literally the most random people's like all she does is anyone who uses her song leaves them a comment. So it even is making like the interaction aspect with your favorite celebrities even easier. Like social media has already made it easier. TikTok made it even easier. Um, Billie Eilish came on and, you know, was using the filters and was making everyone laugh. There's, I don't even think there's one person that's not on it. Liam Payne is on it. Niall was on it, or he's still on it. Tom Felton from Harry Potter is, has his own like tag on the app and, you know, duets fans every day. Like there's not one person I don't think who is on it or is not on it. Like, oh, Joe and Sophie Turner, like, thank you. Let's get their TikToks. Like every single person is on this app. And it just has become this phenomenon that I can't even explain or put into words because it's just so crazy. And of course we saw so many TikTok stars kind of dip their foot into becoming mainstream stars this year. And, you know, there are people that when you think of TikTok, you think of the Jamilios and you think, you know, whoever it is. But one of the cool things about TikTok is that Anybody could become a TikTok, you know, go viral on TikTok, even more so than when you think of, you know, anybody could upload a video on YouTube. But how many views are you going to get on TikTok? If you make something great and funny, it it feels like people go viral on TikTok daily. Right. And we're it's, seeing such such like creative people like kind of rise to the top. It's given, it's definitely a platform that's given 
people like more. Yeah. Like you're right. Like I, I don't even, I can't even form it into words. Cause I think it's so cool. Like, you know, on YouTube, if someone uploaded a video of them baking a cake and like decorating a cake, how many views would it get? Probably not that many. On TikTok, I follow a creator on TikTok who works at Coldstone Creamery and makes these cool cakes. And I'm like, this is sick. And he has millions of views, millions of followers. And it's like all because TikTok has 15 to 30 second videos of him making these cakes. Like, how cool is that? It's so true. And as just someone who watches TikToks, it's of course you can be entertained. And of course you could watch people dancing. You know, you could do all of the above, but there's it's like surprisingly a lot to learn on TikTok. Oh yeah, so the cool. life hacks. Yeah, and I love like um, um, like skincare stuff, like learning skincare facts. And I love skincare by Hiram. He's he's one of my faves. And I think just you know anything you want to learn, you could go on TikTok, and then you could you know swipe and see someone doing like the dumbest but funniest thing. Like it's all there for you. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, bringing people into mainstream. It's definitely I think Addison Wright has completely, you know, blurred the lines between becoming a social media influencer and becoming a mainstream celebrity because she's obviously best friends with the Kardashians now, which, you know, if you're best friends with the Kardashians, it automatically puts you on the A-list. Sorry to say, but it's true. And, you know, not even that, she's starring in a movie. Like, that's so cool for her because she started out on this app and now she's going to be a, an actress. It's just so interesting how... TikTok became what it is today. And I, I don't know if it's thanks to, you know, everyone being stuck inside for 24 hours a day, every day for months, but it's great. And I think it really is incredible what happened on to TikTok. For sure. I think that, you know, when we look at everything that happened this year, TikTok is like the true MVP of 2020. It got everyone through so much. And now you know, looking forward, there's only more greatness and more stars and more exciting things to happen. I think, you know, all that's left to say is to 2020, thank you, TikTok. <laughs> Absolutely. And that is going to do it for our list of our top 14 favorite things. Now, for even more news, make sure you head to j14.com. You can check us out on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash J14. And make sure to pick up the new issue of J14. We have a new um, a new issue hitting on the 1st of January. And we have mega posters of Sean and Harry and Ariana and more. And we also have the results of our Icon Awards in this issue, which is exciting to finally be able to debut all of that. Super exciting. And if you want to reach out to us to suggest a topic we should discuss in a future episode in 2021, you could reach us at tips at j14.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And that's going to do it for us for this week and this year. We're wishing you all a happy holidays from everyone here at J14, and we will see you in 2021.